promised you this If you shut those weary eyes You know it won't take long It's been a bad day That's best left behind You better lie still I won't let you out my sight Won't let the night creep in Folklore is a funny thing. The version of the story you get depends entirely on who you ask. If you ask an Akarosi, the Grey Lady and the Immortal Emperor were lovers, doomed by social stratification. Of course, this explanation starts to fall apart if you consider it. You would think that the Emperor would abolish class after it doomed his lover to suicide, but here we are a thousand years later, with aristocrats and kids starving in the streets. But that's only if you ask Akaroses. According to the Scoves, she was a 14-year-old Whisper's apprentice when the immortal emperor met her on a tour of Lockport. Her father, an Akarosi, was pleased that the emperor took such an interest in her and encouraged his infatuation. When she was of age by Akarosi standards, and too young by Scove ones, her father betrothed her to the emperor. In response, she fled to Doskoval and started a new life, which she led successfully until the cataclysm split Doskoval into Akaros. She worked tirelessly in the following days to help protect her new home. Although she succeeded, it led to her being discovered by the Imperial Army, which had not stopped searching for her. She was brought back to the Imperial City, where she lived for six years in absolute misery, lashing out at everything she could, until the court took pity on her and orchestrated an escape. Some scoves hold that the captain of the escape ship loved her, others that he had a daughter of his own who he saw the Grey Lady in. The captain has entered mythos in his own right, becoming known as the Wellerman. In any event, when the ship was caught by the Imperial Army off the coast of Black Vale, they went into the sea together. Are we waiting on anything, or shall I begin uh, ye old recap? I think you can begin. All right. So, here we go. I finished this recap literally 20 seconds before I joined the call, so let me know if I'm missing anything. Last session, Misery Row had settled down slightly, as settled down as we can get, from the excitement of the previous few days with the rescue of Jaren and Brandon getting shot both behind us. Side note, Misery Row is just boyfriend central right now. Just everybody's boyfriends hanging out at Misery Row. Um, in the brief moment of calm between scores, everyone's favorite awkward king, Batara Helker, asked Orlin for romance advice. He, like all sensible people, recognizes that butch lesbians are better at being men than men are, and confessed that, spoilers, spoiler alert, um, he has feelings for Korra. Who could have seen that coming? Honestly, I was just completely blindsided. Nobody had any idea that was going on. Um, after the two of them talked things over, he thanked Orlin and said that he would work on it, intending to confess before the inevitable fight for, for the lightning barriers. Um, can't read that sentence without laughing anymore. Uh, that night, Worthy, Brandon, Arlen, and Mateo all went out drinking at a pub in Crowsfoot, where they had an unexpected encounter with B's father. Worthy asked if B was doing okay following the incident with Evelyn Penderin. 
Um, B's father said that B is just fine and that if it came down to it, there was no force, noble or otherwise, that could keep him from his son. B's father said that while he was happy to be known as B's dad, he also goes by Sullivan. As far as we know, he has no extensive criminal reputation. Nobody recognized that name. Um, he left the bar and given the option to follow him, the Motley crew decided not to. The next morning, we were all sort of waiting on the job from Lissa as we had been informed by Baz that she may have had one for us. But instead, Karth and Rorik showed up to Dahlia's shop. Rorik, who was still in ghost form, had to be carried to the shop in a bottle and was not happy about that. Uh, Karth informed us that it has been decided that Rorik is going to need a hollow, largely because running a gang as a ghost is nigh impossible. The Hive is busy planning for the confrontation over the lightning barriers and did not have time to complete this mission. However, they offered to send us to the cult location where a hollow could be procured. According to this cult, which is uh, aptly and shortly named Our Blood is Spilled in Glory, get a better marketing team, guys. Um, becoming a hollow for them is all about the process, not the end result, so they just had a hollow lying around that they didn't really know what to do with. We were charged with taking Rourke to this cult and seeing if we could convince them to give it to us. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Zeke. Um, we agreed to take the job and went to the cult location, which was an abandoned marketing, abandoned mine in Dunslow, where the cultists said they would be happy for us to take the hollow out of their hands. However... The leader of the cult told us that about a dozen or so reconciled had claimed ownership of the hollow and would only give it to the right ghost, whatever that meant. For those of you who have forgotten, the reconciled are a very specific type of ghost that most people, including our resident whisper Dahlia, don't actually believe exist. Um, they are ghosts that have not gone feral, as you remember most ghosts generally do. So we ventured deeper into the cult location to meet the reconciled, an action that made a few of us particularly worthy a little uncomfortable. Um, the Reconciled seemed to recognize Rorik and implied that they had been saving the Hollow for him. Rorik, however, had no idea who they were. While Rorik was hesitating to enter the Hollow, we all heard the unmistakable sounds of a blue coat raid occurring above us. At that, the ghosts promptly got the fuck out of there and left us to our own devices. Uh, Rorik got in the body, he's got a body now, Vampire Dad, Vampire Dad, instead of Ghost Dad, and we all tried to fight our way out of the compound but to no avail, because at least three dozen bluecoats were waiting for us above ground, including the fucking commander. Uh, one by one, we were all arrested for cop murder, apart from Helker, who was arrested for high treason, the punishment for which is death. Uh, we were carted off to Central Precinct and separated by what the bluecoats thought our genders were. Uh, Cora, Vixen, and Worthy were all thrown into a cell together, while Orlin, Arlen, Mateo, Rorik, and Helker were thrown into a different cell in a different part of the precinct. After a day in custody, Helker was taken away during the night, and Karth came to visit us, advising us that he would do what he could to help us, but we should probably try and escape on our own. After some shenanigans involving Arlen seducing a guard, Mateo stealing keys, and Orlin discovering a closet full of guard uniforms, we were all freed from ourselves with the exception of Arlen, who had been hauled off to the drunk tank, and Helker, who was still MIA. Um, <laughs> we almost made it out the gate before we were discovered. In a mad dash for freedom, everybody managed to slip away, except with the exception of Cora, hi, me, Coraline Weaver, who rolled three ones, three ones, mark it down, people, and was shot through both legs and dragged to a torture cell in the depths of the precinct. After some time, Arlen was brought down and chained up alongside her, and in, an indeterminate amount of time passed, after which we were graced with the presence of Commander Clellan himself, who tortured us in an attempt to get us to tell him what really happened to Carissa. Although the impression we got is that he doesn't actually care about Carissa, but rather cares more about the fact that Hel Helker lied to protect her. 
Um, after a that uh, after that, a very graphic torture scene took place during which Arlen lost the ring finger on his left hand, and Cora lost her left eye. Um, another important thing that happened during the torture scene is that we learned that Nerix, Orlin's ex-girlfriend, has died and is being trapped in a bottle of the precinct as we speak, being used as a possessor ghost. Um, we all regathered at the Hive, where Coraline received a letter from Helker stating that he had escaped Bluecoat custody and was now in the Deathlands. In between sessions, in between sessions, the inhabitants of Misery Row, including the various dependents, are now staying at the Hive compound, fearing retribution from the Bluecoats after we uh, knocked out their commander and escaped. Um, Worthy received a letter from Baz, along with six coin as payment for Worthy's drugs. Baz also told Worthy to take Brannon, his boyfriend, or not boyfriend, I guess, I don't know what the situation is there, uh, shopping on Baz's coin. So they did. Um, in addition to new clothes, Brannon now has a nose stud. Brannon also has renounced his title as Lord Penderin. The title now presumably falls to Eva nope. as the last... Nope. No? Okay. Explain nope. who the, who's got the title now. No one. No uh, one? Now the the title has been renounced. There, um, so there are a couple different classes of nobles in Akaros. Um, they were formerly aristocrats who have the title Lord and certain legal privileges. Because there was no male heir to take that title, they're no longer aristocrats. Fun. Cool. Really? I didn't know that. So that's good to know. So there's no... It doesn't like go back to a cousin or the closest male relative. Nope. But they still all have right. all their money and stuff? That would involve Zeke making another NPC. But they still have all their money and stuff? Just not the title? Yeah. Okay. Um, what else oh here's actually something i wanted to ask um zeke and gwen about brandon is now karth's intern how did that happen okay so um i talked about it with zeke in the chat um is brandon asked worthy if they could help worthy's like i'm not in charge of anything why are you asking go ask karth and then Brandon just found Karth at the wrong time in the wrong place, and Karth kind of had, like, a breakdown where he just, like, lifted off everything that he needed to do. And then, like, an indeterminate amount of time later, he found Brandon, and Brandon was, like, halfway through his list of things to do. That's very adorable. So Brandon is now working as Karth's intern. Um, Worthy also went to go check on Milas and Mara, our old neighbors, if y'all remember. Um, they have both found employment with the Hive and are both doing well. Uh, side note, we learned a couple sessions ago that somebody was moving into what used to be Milas's bakery, but we haven't heard anything else about that. Given that we're not currently at Misery Row, we probably don't have a way of gathering more information. It's just something to remember. And lastly, Amelia and Carissa have both officially agreed to go on the train with Jared to White Hollow, the next city over, but neither of them were particularly happy about it. Am I missing anything? Zeke mostly, but anybody? You're missing you're missing uh, the Orlan Amelia scene. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um Amelia's a little baby lesbian, also. Very important to note that. Am I missing anything else? No, I don't think so. Amelia's learning how to sneak. Yeah, uh, Worthy is teaching Amelia how to be sneaky. Surely nothing will come of training the 12-year-old who lives among criminals how to sneak in and out of places. Surely there will be no consequences for that action. Of course not, but 
At least she knows how to sneak in case of emergency. Hey, but the thing is, were these not going to be, like, directly held responsible for those repercussions? <laughs> so you don't care about the fact that there will be consequences, as long as you don't get in trouble. <laughs> you were also fucked up. Every single when one of us is fucked up. you teach someone to fish, you're providing something to them that can save their life. It's like this. You can't be held responsible if the person then does that fishing thing that you see in, like, terrible TV shows or cartoons where the bully fishes somebody's underwear up and gives them a wedgie. They know the skill. It's how they use it. That's <laughs> the issue. If she goes missing, I'm blaming you. Shall we begin? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I guess uh, we'll, we'll set the scene very quick. Like, Oh, shit. I forgot something. Sorry. Um, some of us went to go help Baz help move people. I forgot about that. Baz was like, hey, come, if you want to, come help us uh, get people to different cities, and some of us did. Oh, yes, that's actually very important and, and something we should touch on. So so I will open the question to you guys. How many of you did go to help? I think we established Cora and Worthy went. Who else went to go? Sure. I mean, Orlin uh, probably went to. Mateo and Pope and Vixen? When did this happen? Baz sent a letter that said, hey, you don't have to, but he, the Lamplax HQ is essentially a place where people are gathering to move their like dependents, their kids and stuff into other cities. Um, because if Baz, if you remember, has not been keeping this lightning barriers thing a secret, Baz has been telling people. And he asked if Misery Row would come help uh, with people who needed help. Okay, well, Mateo probably went to um, his old house to get his sister, try to get her on the train while you guys were doing other things. Okay. Vixen, okay. do you think you went to help? Yeah, Vixen probably would have gone since that incident with Cora's uh, husband and all. She's still hate, still like kind of despises the guy, but has a little bit more respect that he can't stand toxic men. Yeah, I, mean, I think you know, he is a different of toxic men. Also went, and I think Worthy is most vocal about hating Baz. Yeah, it's not really about helping Baz so much as it is helping get poor people out of the city. Yeah. It's it's under Baz's, some of Baz's supervision, I guess, but it's helping that, so she'd definitely be there. All right, cool. So it sounds like everybody went, except for maybe Mateo didn't go? I'm a little confused, Mateo. I guess it depends where exactly we went, because if we went to a certain poor sector, it could have been where he grew up, so I'm not... We went to the Lamplax HQ, which is sort of where people are gathering. I guess he could check there, then, to see if his sister was already there. Cool. So, Zeke, what happened while we were at Lamplight HQ? Nothing eventful. It, it's, it was, um, like, very tiring work. Um, hey, you guys would work uh, pretty much until you tapped out um, for, for about a week. Um, but that, that's pretty much what you've been focused on um, for, for around a week now. Um, until... Um, one day, um, the the guy who um, is like 
in charge of all of this um, sent all of you guys to the docks to help um, load up a ship because um, it, it, things have gotten a bit more secretive in this week. There have been crackdowns on people leaving the city, um, supposedly because of uh, a disease spreading in other Akaros towns. Um, although I, it's a governor's order, and you guys know for a fact that the governor is um, in on this, so it, it's kind of hard to believe that's the actual reason. Um, yeah, a disease like uh, there's an outbreak of fucking the Black Death in other cities, supposedly. supposedly. And we're not even at the place where I spent so much time giving us indoor plumbing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so sorry. But it's not even in the city, so you're okay. Um, yeah, uh, when uh, you guys are sent down to um, the docks to help load a ship, um, and as you're loading um, this uh, ship, you hear some uh, when when you're on uh, board of the ship. You hear um, some discussion, um, and then one of the lamp black men yelling up, "Is there a Mateo here?" Um. So are we on the boat yet? Yeah, you're on the boat, like loading stuff. I guess Mateo just hesitantly was like, yes? Cool. Have you got, like, a baby sister or not? Yes, why? There's a there's a kid here saying she's your baby sister and that she's got to talk to you. I definitely run to wherever the boys are coming from. It's like, where, where, where is she? They're, like, on, there's, like, you know, those little, um, I don't know the fucking word, um, like, little ramps in between ships and the dock one of the mm-hmm. one of those bad boys and she is standing on um the dock next to the men who are sort of guarding the way up audrey um she like no, no for a moment looks like she almost can't believe it and then like flings herself into your arms how are you how have you been Where, how how are you here well, it's it's a it's a long long story. Um, I, I I spent like several weeks trying to find you, um, and when we found out about what's supposedly happening, I I had to make sure that you were okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Are you are you okay? Is anyone else here with you? No, no. Mom and Dad don't know that I've come, but they and she hesitates. Um. She says they, they've taken a, a deal with the Lamp Blacks to get us out of the city. I wanted to know if you were getting out too. Well, hopefully I won't have to. Well, what do you mean? My friends and I were trying to stop this whole thing from occurring in the first place. That would be the best case scenario. She frowns and says, um... How are you? How are you going to stop it? I'm not really one for the details, but we've we've got a plan. Okay. Um. And and she's still like, 
I, I think she's still fully hugging you, and but she squeezes you tighter and says, as long as you promise it, you'll be okay. I promise. Um, and then she pulls away and says, um, here, I, um, I got, uh, well, not a mailing box, but like, um, I set up with one of my friends that if you want, um, you can send letters to her house and I'll get them and then I'll send like the whole thing. Um, because I don't want <laughs> to have to spend several weeks trying to find you every time I, I don't know, I've missed you and I don't want it to be a big ordeal to find one another. I got it. And she hands, she hands you like a piece of paper. Yeah, I fold it up and put it in my pocket and hug her tighter. Um, yeah. Big, big, big brother energies right now. Um. Yes. Yeah, unless you have something else to say to her, I don't think I she has anything else. No, that's probably it. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so... Uh, after that day, um, Mateo, do you tell anyone else what that was about? No. King. King shit. Um, so after that, um, you guys head back to the hive. Um, and, uh, oh, I'm, I don't really know. Like, uh, have your regular nighttime routine. All of you, it was the entanglement, yes. Um, I'm, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to do something violent and then I was like, no, this session will be bad enough anyway. Um, uh, and, um, uh, have your daily nighttime routine. Uh, Dahlia and Theo have dinner waiting for you guys. Um, and, uh, everything's pretty calm for the rest of the night. Uh, you guys, uh, the next morning wake up, um, and yes, you're still at the hive. And, um, get ready to, um, get back out to it. Um, when you guys hear, um, like some shouting outside, um, and, uh, Sullivan's voice. I guess Worthy would probably head outside to check it out. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's, um... Uh, at the beginning and end of the day, there's always like uh, an hour where visibility is really low as a result of dust coming out from the Deathlands, and it's it's that hour right now. Um, usually, you don't really go outside during these hours unless something's really wrong, um, or it's like an emergency or something. And uh, so, so you can't really make him out. You can see um, that he's arguing uh, with a hive guard. Um, that he arrived on horseback, but other than that, and you can also see um, B uh, slumped on the horse's back, but you can't um, see uh, too 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 much beyond that. I guess I approach. Um, you were at the pub. Yeah, you were at the pub. Um, he looks and says, well, okay. I don't know why it's always you guys. All right. Um, I listen. And he's turning to, uh, the hive guard. He's like, listen, listen, Karth knows us. I just need a doctor. 
and maybe whisper, I don't really know, can't read. I, please. So I can, I can see that it's him now? Yeah. Um, I guess I, I'll go up to the high be like, he, he's with us, it's cool. The hive guy is like, all, all right? I don't, I, I still can't, like, give you access to a, a doctor. Like, we have other stuff going on. Okay. Um, okay. We'll talk to Thea. We have a doctor. The, the hive guy, like, looks at you and is, like, clearly trying to rack his brain to remember who Theo is. And he's like, okay, whatever. I don't care, <laughs> actually. Um, and is like, fine, go on. I'll take the horse and the stables. And that's the whole thing. Um, uh, Sullivan, uh, picks up B off of the horse's back and B is fully unconscious. Um, and, uh, you can see, um, streaks of black in his hair and, um, that his, like the veins in his face have started to run black. Do um, I know what that means? Yeah. So you filled out a clock for, um, figuring out what the flower is and it's like it's not really an easy answer um the long and short of it is that um the flower is a part of um a different plane of existence basically um and what you what you see when you see the flower is sort of peak of the iceberg thing just a random intrusion into this reality so when you for example eat a part of the flower, you're not um, getting energy from this plane of existence. You're getting it from the other one. And that's all fine and well, except that if you do that too much, you you yourself will start to stop being a part of this reality. will start to transition over to the other one. Um, presumably, that is what happened to be. Do I know anything that can make it better right here at this moment? No. Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell his dad that he's disappearing out of this reality. So. He says, um, you, you no, know No, I said I'm not going to tell him. I'm going back to the previous thing. Oh, he said, sorry. you know a doctor? Yeah. Yeah. He's here with us. All right. Um. Can you can you bring us to him? Yeah, I guess I I lead them to where Theo is. Cool. Um, Theo like looks and um, uh, says, "I don't and know what 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 the hell happened here." And um, uh, his dad says, "I I don't know. I don't understand magic. Don't care." He knows, though. Um, there's a uh, fucking... Um, uh, he um, he, he uh, sort of um, goes to grab something and then realizes he can't do that when his hands are full and says, I, I have some little pamphlet he wrote on how to fix this from when this has happened before. I, I, I can't do it, though. It needs to be a doctor and maybe a whisper. Can you help? And Theo was like, well... I guess I can't not help. Um, and leads uh, B's dad um, up, like, to, like, I guess a spare, was, like, oh, somewhere While where there's a table where they can deal with this. What's up? While he's leading uh, B's 
dad there, I go get Dahlia, and then with Dahlia, I'm room. Sorry, you cut out a little bit. Could you repeat that? Uh, I go get Dahlia, and then bring Dahlia. Cool. By the time you bring Dahlia back, um, Theo is um, reading um, the pamphlet, which is just written in Akarosi, um, and says, um, so this has happened before? And Bee's dad says, kind of. It hasn't ever been this flower, but he's um, experimented with energy nets before, and it's always ended up like this to some extent or the other. It's just worse this time because instead of recognizing the symptoms, he pushed through and saying that he needs to finish the research, which is... <sighs> he looks... Bee's dad looks not only very tired, but very fucking frustrated. Um, and says, I don't, I don't know. Um, will you be able to fix this? And Theo's like, I can, tr I, I, th I, I, I'm not even, I, listen, I think so, but I, I hesitate to say yes. Um, for, for many reasons, not one of, not the only one being, I've never seen anything like this before and I'm being taught how to fix it through instructions and not a person. Um, and uh, that does not soothe these dad even a little bit, but um, he says, all right, I can't, I have, I have to go because now that all of this has happened, he, he needs more time and I need to go to the docks and he's he's like thinking he's like there's something at the docks that i have to go deal with i i um what's up am i the only one you cut out for never mind um did everyone else hear me he needs to go to the docks yes okay cool because b needs more time yeah so he says don't 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 kill my son and turns to go. Worthy, are you... Are you going to follow up on this? I'm going to need you to repeat what was being said, because I can... He's, um... He's, uh... Because of this all happening, um... He's going to the docks to buy B more time. Uh, where these, like, like kind of, like, rubs their neck. He's like, you mean, like, steal from a wolf? I don't know. Do something with Ulf. Uh, maybe steal. Maybe kill. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm gonna figure <laughs> it out when I get there. Worthy's just like standing there, like awkwardly. There's like, feel like I should stop you. It all like, I don't know. Ulf's like, I don't know. Great. Tip. Well, we do, Thank we you. We do know people who also hate all Fireborn. Thank you so much, Liz. Oh, and they also work for the Hive. 
Oh, perfect timing. Uh, uh, okay, who are they? I can... Oh, I didn't say that any in character. I was just reading the chat, and I was like, oh, this... Um, um, so were these, like, uh, maybe, maybe you should go find, uh, the fall counts? I don't know. They're, they're, they're pretty good. They, they hate ults, so they're, they'll be down to, like, steal, kill, I don't know. Um, they're, they're, they're with the hive, uh, do we know where their base is? Yes, you you have literally been there, Gwen. <laughs> okay, I've literally been there. Okay, I give him instructions. Um, he's like, okay, 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 and sort of like takes a moment to process, um, and says, "All right," and starts to head back out. Um, you guys are probably in the room that he walks to at this point. Um, are any of you going to ask, what the fuck? Theo, if I can read the, the note. Theo says no. Huh? Theo says no. Theo's busy. Theo needs that. Yeah. And Mateo probably just goes, I Sully. And that's the whole thing. Do y'all need help? I guess. Oh, uh. yeah. I thought that was obvious. Apparently, not. Yes. Um. Yes, you are supposed to go with them. I thought we were gonna have to get something for B's magic cure. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Orlin offers to help. Uh, he says, I guess you can. Um, I don't really know what I'm gonna do, honestly. So if you have concrete ideas, that'd be cool. So, I have a question out of character, Zeke. And if I, if we don't know this, that's fine. I just wanted to ask. So, the lightning bearers thing is no longer a secret. People are aware of it? Yes. Presumably, Ironborn is also aware of it? Presumably. Yes, but all of Ironborn hates us. Like, we're on he the- He does hate us. He does hate us. I don't know if he hates us enough to let the city be destroyed because of it. I think- If- if Okay. Here's my thought process. If we ask him for it and it goes well, then we don't need to kill him. If we ask him for it and it goes poorly, we can still steal it, but he will definitely be fucking unaware at that point. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, right now, he's, like, he's not, like, we're at negative two with him, and that's hostile, and so he's going to look for opportunities to hurt us. I understand. I'm just wondering. I don't think we should approach Yeah, Yeah, I think we should go about this with stealth. Yeah, I was just wondering if he hated us enough to let the fucking city get destroyed. The answer might be yes. Um, I think asking the Foghounds for help might be a good idea, because they also fucking hate Ironborn. Worthy, do you have any giant rat treats? Worthy's like, I can make some giant rat treats. We should bring
So are we down? Are we down to go to the... For the for the podcast, um, our DM is asking very is, is acting very surprised that we wanted to go ask the Foghounds for help, as though he did not explicitly tell us that the Foghounds and Ironborn hate each other. And now he's like, "What? I have to play the Foghounds?" I really like. I don't. Okay, so this is all out of character, but like, I read what happens when you go to war with like other people, and I really don't want to happen. Like, I don't I- want to be at war either. But where else are we going to find barrels of Leviathan blood? I didn't think Zeke was going to make us do this, which is why I was like, yeah, we're going to steal something for B. I don't want to be at war either, which is why I was wondering if we could negotiate some kind of deal about the Leviathan blood. But if you don't think that would work, then it wouldn't work. Hi, Aesop! Hey, hey. what's up? <laughs> we're what's fucking up, with Zeke's dude? plans so bad. We, we fucked up our DM's plans horribly. Apparently. Okay, I will admit, I, I've told you guys before that, that at least once a session, there's something that I absolutely should have prepared for that I didn't. This is that thing. I should have prepared for you guys to go to the Fog Hounds, and I just, I just didn't. I don't know what you tell you. You were like, "Hey, you have to go steal from Wolf Ironborn." Hey, the Fog Hounds hate Wolf Ironborn, and you didn't think we'd make the connection? I thought this is what you wanted us to do. You guys are really stupid most of the time. Yes, I didn't think you made the connection. Shame, guys, online. I'd love to hear more from the evil. You guys got mad at me when I said B wasn't his real name. Like, really, like that could not be more obvious. Uh, they're active on Twitter. I'll just DM them right now. Okay. Lee just said in the chat, Aesop, you're a little child, right? Do you know if Highlights magazines are still in circulation? Aesop is 17. Aesop is a senior in high school. <laughs> Aesop has Great. a worse Y'all chance of knowing. Like three different names. You think I read magazines? What? You think I read magazines? It's not magazines. They're the fun magazines with the the um, the like did... find the hidden objects in this picture and the color by numbers and the. Lee, why did Lee. you think that was important to ask right now? Lee, I love oh, you so, I love you so much. Please look at me. Look at me. I, if anyone here would know if highlights was still in circulation, it would be you. <laughs> Something that you would know. <laughs> I don't know why you're asking Aesop just because he's a minor. <laughs> I mean, I figured when you have to leave the house every day to, like, go to school, or, like, when that's been a thing. Hey, you can, you can, you can like, use crayon books, right? <laughs> oh, that, was, that, was, that, that, that wasn't, like, a sex joke. That was, like, an age um, joke. I just realized it came across. Yeah. Um, it, the thing is, I'm so scared of messing them up that I, they just sit there. I really like the highlights, spot the difference, and the find the hidden objects ones. That's kind of silly. That's kind of silly funny, I'm not gonna lie. I am yeah. looking I need up. erasable colored pencils so that I don't fuck up. It appears or- that, like, you can still buy a subscription to highlights. I am going, Lee, next semester, or next semester that you're here, I mean, I'm going to get us a subscription to highlights. <laughs> That'll be our decor. <laughs> It'll go so well so with my gritty prayer candle. It will. Oh. This is how I lure you back to, to come back to college. I'm like, there'll be highlights. That's the whole thing. <laughs> For our beloved listeners, everybody in chat is desperately trying to summon Cassian. We don't, <laughs> from, we don't need, like, need, need Cassian. You I guys know. don't have to keep trying to summon but it would be very. Fun. But I love him. 
I love Cass. I, I, I also love, so love them, but like you, <laughs> you guys are saying is not <laughs> is not needed. They don't know how to work. He is okay. a cat boy. That's true. Cat boy. He's a cat boy. I don't. Is is Kame also a cat boy? Yes. <laughs> oh God. I I think Kame is like the the cat boy essence and cast distilled into a character. If Kaz is a cat boy, it, like Kame is worse. Kame is beyond cat Kame is a pussy man. <laughs> being a vampire just makes you a cat boy. Vork is also a cat boy now. Don't cats do that thing? Like sometimes some of them, or like if you ignore them, then they'll come to you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm encouraging right now. Just, <laughs> just ignore him, and it'll be fine. To get his attention, to let him know that we want him, and then we all have to studiously ignore him. You gotta start <laughs> setting out the wet food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody open a can of wet food right now. Okay, so are you guys just I gonna... I guess we're fucking going to the Foghounds, I guess. Yeah, are you just, guys just gonna head I there? fucking guess. Time to go go to war, I guess. I didn't want to... <laughs> this gonna suck so bad. This is gonna Wee! suck so massively bad for all everyone involved. What what is Mr. Steak doing here? Okay, you're not we so Aesop, we need to go steal from Wolf Ironborn and we're like, hey, you know who also hates Wolf Ironborn and is good at stealing shit? The Foghounds. Great, so that's, we're gonna ask that's really help. silly. Hell yeah. Cool. We haven't gotten there yet. Still at the hive. Wait, wait, I forgot. Is it like plural steak? Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Lee, you asked the darndest questions. Saying steak knives is how steak knife refers to his penis, actually. <laughs> oh my god. Ezekiel, I'm going to go to where you are and I'm going to spray you with a bottle like a cat, like a misbehaving cat. Liz, I hate Liz, you. We're kissing. We're kissing We're right now, Liz. That's homophobic. You're a homophobic. I hate you. Kissing. You're a big old homophobe. I hope you're so bad. I, oh my I don't God. consent. I don't consent. Okay, I'm not kissing. We're, I'm just trying. I'm like chasing you around, trying to hug you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Please continue with the story before That's I fucking I leave call the call. Putting on the condom, putting the putting the casing on the sausage. <laughs> there's no more oh. kissing. There's just there's just playing footsies under the table. <laughs> can we please talk about? <laughs> can we please continue with the story? I okay, really have no yeah. idea. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you guys roll up to the Foghounds like place, do you? I guess you guys are probably familiar enough now that like you know you can just sort of walk in. Um, and and steak knife is sitting there like in the main room, just making bombs, just, just making bombs, chilling, chilling. You know how it is. Yeah. So, are any of you going to address Steak Knife, or Worthy Wave? Hello, Mister Knife. Hey, Worthy. Uh, uh, I'm just making a a nice little uh uh a nice little surprise, if you know what I mean. And he holds up just like a fucking the the most antiquated like uh C4 that you've seen in your life. Worthy just like gives him a thumbs up and nods. Yeah. Do you do you want a Christmas present? Oh wait, um, is Christmas is is fantasy Christmas a thing? Now it is, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you do you want to um do you want a fantasy Christmas present? Um. Unless you're I'm fantasy so Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Worthy absolutely wants a fantasy Christmas present. Okay. He 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 hands Worthy just just um. Just the most fucked up dagger they've ever seen in their life. It's not good. It's really, it's really bad. Worthy loves it more than anything in the world. <laughs> are you going to keep it or are you going to give it to, uh, to Gertie? Oh, I might fucking give it to Gertie. <laughs> so fucking Upgrade him. Upgrade the duck. Yeah, um. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. Ace, I don't know if you know about Gertie. Um, he's like the, the duck that lives outside their hideout and stabs glucose in the ankles with knives um yeah so someone okay actually you guys can continue you do have to say why you're here but like yeah oh where they just like after where the knife is like you want to steal from all ironborn Oh, absolutely. I, I'd love to steal from anybody. I love uh, pain and violence and destruction. <laughs> Can I just give Steak Knife a high five? Um, uh, Steak Knife goes to high five you and then trips you up by, by dapping you up. Oh. Yeah, Mateo definitely d fucks that up and then just kind of walks away awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone and else from your crew here? Um, please stay I, home. Please stay home. <laughs> the answer is everyone. The answer is everyone. I want to see my little boy. <laughs> Here he comes. Yeah, we're 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 just we're just chilling. Me and me and the gang. Me and the boys. It's it's a Saturday. Um, you know, for the boys. <laughs> by by the way, like in in this universe, like calendar days aren't named. So, um, when Steak Knife says that, you guys have no idea what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Or, like... Which I think really adds to the aura. I think adds to the aura, that sentence. <laughs> um, I, I really... I, I, I need to... I'm gonna walk to Florida and force Cass to get on call right now. Please, I want to hear Cass became so bad. <laughs> do you have their number? Can you call them? I actually do. Give me a sec. I, I Please do call too. them. Yeah, Please call, call them. them. I want to have Cass here so badly. Yeah, um, so so as we are waiting for Caspian, um uh like um you see an Aruvian man who I don't know if you guys have seen. I don't think you've met Sane. Um The only people we've met are Kane are Kame, Steak Knife, and Holtz. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's like a a Aruvian man who comes out and is like, hey. Uh, what are you guys, what are you guys up to? Um, a job or just weird revolutionary shit? I a mix of both. Hmm. All right, I'm in. And he likes to sound next to <laughs> knife. Um... I'm gonna be honest, uh, Zane like just got introduced, so I have no idea um, who he's supposed to be. Um, and um, you guys see like two rats um, running up or down from downstairs. Um, I, I think you actually know the the one of them. The one is the the really really um, 
huge one that um when uh Holtz and Steak Knife brought in um or brought in Milos, uh it was like this one was tracking. Yes, his name is Spur. The fact that you guys remember his name is kills me so bad. This is the this is the crew now, with more animal companions than fucking Noah on his ark. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um it's just funny also, like when also I was like to point out that at the beginning of this you were getting on me for having too many pets, and then I find out that your character in this fucking other campaign it just has like fifty billion rats. <laughs> yeah, but it's like like that was that was more of an accident though. Like that was an accident. Yeah, and like they're not named or anything. I yeah, only named except them for this one apparently. Mistake. I they're not named in my campaign. In my campaign, it's just like a cloud of rats. It's not like it's not like with you where you have like a bunch of pets that I have to keep track of now. Like it's just rats. Yeah, and and a chihuahua. And a chihuahua. Which which our GM killed. Oh my god. A dead chihuahua. Yeah. And see, you know you cannot kill any animals, right? I I miss teacups so bad. I miss teacups so, so bad. Teacup is in this game also, by the way. Actually? Yes. Is she alive? Um, Well, no, she's dead, but like, she's a spectral chihuahua. She's a spectral chihuahua. You're fucking sick. Spectral, I'm sorry. Spectral Chihuahua is just the funniest thing to me. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, yeah. Uh, so you guys see Spur and another um, much smaller rat. Um, and uh, Holtz, um, you hear like his footsteps on the stairs. Um, as he comes down, I miss Cass so bad. I miss Cass so, so fucking Cass, bad. Please. <laughs> so Holtz comes down the stairs? Yeah, um, he um, looks at you guys and is like, uh, what happened now? Like, what, what, do you, what do you guys want? Well, we may have needs for the reserves that your friend Ironborn is hoarding sooner than we thought. Hmm. That sounds... That's an upsetting way of putting that. Um, yeah, I know. Listen... If we, like, if I were to give him a dirty look, we would be at war with him. I don't know that, like, us talking with him is, like, the move. But consider this. Do it anyway. It's fun. We, we could steal from him. Just sneak in. Out. Okay, I, I want you to consider this. Those Leviathan blood tanks take, like, several full-grown men to move them. Do you really think we're going to be able to sneak them back out of the hideout, then? Absolutely not. It would be great if we could get him him out of the hideout first, though, and then go in when he's not there. Or, or, what about we reunite the, uh, the good old-fashioned poof group? The poof For group? time's yeah. sakes. Um... Uh, that still doesn't. I can't poof objects though, especially not ones that Damn big. It. Um, that that'd be pretty cool though. Um, we we could, I guess, but you can't. Like, we could sort of like. He's like thinking. I was like, oh, we could like. I actually don't know. Just get in there, using teleportation, bonk him, and then. Take it. Is that some? Is that anything? Is that anything? again? I do think perhaps a distraction might be a good idea. Is he known 
to leave his hideout? Uh, well, he used to be. And now Lady Pendron is there. Hmm. So, no. We get her out, we get him out. I would love to pick a fight with this lady. <laughs> I, what? Why, why do you want to pick a fight with this random this random noble woman? What did we she got beef. We got beef. She's a terrible mom. And would be my mother-in-law, future mother-in-law, but I kind of hate her a lot. Oh, did you just... Wait, okay, question. In canon, who is the first... Who is hearing about this for the first time? All of the Foghounds. Yeah, they don't know what the fuck's going on. And most I... of Misery Row except for Korra, yeah. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think all of Misery Row except for Korra, just, you just announced your marriage plans. Yeah, and then I look at all of you and say, shut the fuck up. Mateo just whispers, congratulations! <laughs> I love all of you. I know. Oh, did you? No actual proposal has happened, as far as I know. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call Cass, like, really fast. Call like, Cass! Call while him. you're doing that, like, I fully expect that, like, Orlin is going to propose to this lady at some point. She just announced her plans. Orlin just announced their plans. Orlin was just the like... The question is going to be before or after you put her on a fucking train. Uh, preferably before, but I'm probably not going to get the sword until after everything. Ooh. So I should probably find a, like, a pretty rock or something to propose with. Like, I just imagine us like discussing this right in front of the foghounds and they're like, why are you guys still... <laughs> why did you come here? What are you doing? <laughs> No, like, proposal and all, that can happen and stuff, but, like, you can just denounce part of your family. You could just be like, well, I hate this person, but whatever, I guess. Like, if you need a distraction, I would love to pick a fight with her. No. Two birds, one stone. Um, okay. You're, uh, see, <laughs> okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. It also sounds like something you're gonna get killed really bad doing. Um. So, there's that. I could also, um, instead of doing that directly, perhaps put on a disguise and drag her out for some other fucking reason. Anyone know enough that will, about that, her? That might still get you killed, dear. That'll get you killed just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. If I just drag her outside and then stall her for a little bit? Yeah, because you'll just be some strange man rolling up to um Hi, I'm so hideout. sorry I was taking a nap. Hello Hi. Cassius. I'm so sorry I woke you up for this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm glad Cass is here. Okay. Um currently they are don't you have... What was that, Sarah? I was gonna ask if she had any um emotions or feelings like if um uh Lady Pender and cared about anything to lure her out, but Let's tell Cass what's going on. Cass, we're at your hideout. Uh-oh. We need your help. <laughs> they're, they're about to go steal from all Byronborn. And, and we were like, hey, we know people who also hate that guy. Yeah, because he's Zeke open. was like, I didn't prepare for this. Zeke somehow didn't prepare for this. I Listen, I'm an idiot. I don't really know <laughs> what you guys want from me here. 
Love you are collab. no idiot. You have woven this campaign splendidly, and you are a genius. Oversights yeah. happen. You are valid, and we love you. You're valid, and we love you. Uh, yeah, so Cass, we're trying to figure out a plan to steal giant barrels of Leviathan blood from Old Fireborn. Without getting killed so, Without so bad. Without getting killed so, so, so bad. Okay, easy peasy. I'm curious to see to hear how Kay enters this scene. Oh, I'm also curious. Uh, okay, hold on. Is steak knife there? Yes. He absolutely is. Oh, exceptional. Uh, I think uh, came. Where? What? What part of the hide are you guys in? We're in like the inch, the room when you first walk in with steak knife and holtz right now. Is what's and also um, what's that fucking what's the other guy's name? Zane. 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 Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Zane walks in. Uh, in I'm what I'm just uh like a <clears throat> an an almost nauseatingly elaborate cape and cloak and the whole business. And he goes, "Steak, uh, have you seen my hat? I haven't been able to find my big. You know the big one, the big hat." The hat that's like, you know, like the big hat. I, it's kind of a special day. I'm. You're back. My? No, no, they're bad. The little, what are they called? Uh, and he kind of gives uh, Coraline a wave and goes, what can I do for you? Want to steal from Ironborn? Constantly. All right, I'm interested. What's the plan? <laughs> well, trying to figure that out now, actually. Um, the whole barrier situation, the person we had working on it might be incapacitated for a bit. We need to buy time, and to do that, we need blood. And we know that Ulf has barrels of it. We just don't know how to get it out. He is chock-a-block with Leviathan blood. Um... All right. How honest? Okay, when you say a lot of blood, are you talking like a gallon of blood? To like how much Carol's, blood exactly? Barrels of blood. Like at least however much we two, need for maybe like a week or something. Like at least Ooh. two dozen like tanks, like barrels. Fuck me, running. That's gonna yes. be tough. That's a lot of blood. That's a. That's a shocking amount of blood. I don't really... I've never seen that. Okay. Um. I hate Ulf more than anything. And if you brought me his head on a spike, I would... Thank you for it. I'd frankly throw you a party. If you want to steal from Ironborn, you have my blessing. Ask me for anything you need. I hate that son of a bitch more than anything. What we really need is a way to get him out of his hideout. Oh, easy. Uh, I can do that. Is that all you need, getting him out of the hideout? It would be a nice start. Awesome. I can just send him a letter and tell him we're going to fight. <laughs> Apparently Kane doesn't care about being at war. <laughs> oh, I'm Holtz, did you say no war? <laughs> did we decide no? I don't remember. I missed the last meeting. I was busy. 
Um, did I, we say no war? It's generally a really good like idea to not go to war. But I the, would. Hmm. Okay, I think is war thing. is fun. Um, he he says this and then j jams like another like uh thing into his bomb. Okay, but, but here I would do anything for you in this moment. Holt, I see where you're coming from. But but the, the, the nice thing is that most of his men are in Lockport right now. So even if we did go to war That's a little bit, awesome. like it it would be it would be manageable. We still shouldn't though. Consider right. this. Options. If we don't, the city's fucked. Yes. The city's Options. fucked. Period. But we're gonna I'm do a pros and cons. Go. We're gonna do a pros and cons. Zane, you're welcome to pipe in, but you know I don't care about your opinion. Zane's like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Always. I love you. Well, not that much. Um, options. I could challenge Ulf to... I could. There are a hundred different ways I could bait Ulf Ironborn out of his little shithole that he likes to live in. Uh, I That son of a bitch hates me just as much as I hate him. He's subhuman, and I would love the opportunity to end him once and for all. There are there there are a hundred different ways I can get that fucking moron out of his little molehill. I could do I could do it in I, if you if you gave me seven minutes and half a jar of ink, I could have him on the other end of the city before you could blink. That's not the hard part. Let's so we could truthfully. Um, if most of his men are locked up right now, that means that most of his men can't fight us. So if we really want to get nasty, I don't know. I, I we could go in guns blazing and just kill all of them. That would I feel like that solves a lot of your problems. We just kill all of the Ironborn's little crew. That's an option. That would, I would work. Well, I've listen. I would. I think of it. I oh, that's two birds with one stone. You want. Your little, you want your blood. I want Ulf Ironborn, uh, torn in half. I want his name, uh, burned. I want his clan, uh, decimated. I don't. I want the Ironborn name to go down in history as uh, the greatest failure that Sco the Scoves have ever seen since the uh, death of the Queen. Uh, I don't care for Ironborn. That was like three years ago, man. That's not. That's not anything. You could no, do that if you want. Well, it, but... no, it, listen, but that was big, right? That was really bad. <laughs> That was a we dropped. Listen, my point is, I hate Ironborn with a passion that really rivals any other emotion I've ever experienced in my life. The man is nothing. Uh, the may I cannot tolerate him. I would like I'll take any excuse to wipe him off the face of the earth. Um, problem with that. That's a lot of heat. So let's start here. You guys need a lot of blood, right? Do you have the resources you need to get that blood out of there? No, Good because question. these idiots didn't tell the hive they were going. <laughs> All right, that's Fuck, not. We should have done that. <laughs> Probably. Um, when do you need this done by? As soon as possible, but yesterday. Okay, let's let's think a bit more actionably. Do you need this done by tomorrow, or is this like? Is the is the situation ongoing, or is this a I need this done by the end of the day? Because sometimes I say yesterday because my hats didn't come in correctly, and sometimes I say yesterday because I'm actively bleeding out on the ground. 
right? So how how pressing is your pressing emergency really? Well, someone is bleeding on the ground. Oh, bleeding Sullivan, on the ground. Sullivan winces and he's like, he's not bleeding, number one. Number two, it just really needs to be before the barriers come, like, come I down. Think, I certainly and think we when, have time to gather help if one of us wants to go to the hive and be like, hey, fucking help us. Okay, so you have a week. A week, yes. About a week, well, yeah. you should have fucking opened with that instead of this, <laughs> we need it now. Like... A week of prep and no prep are two very different amounts of prep. You have to understand that. You're, I mean, you're, you're career criminals, technically. You should kind of get that prep time is uh, kind of integral to the situation. You need to contact the Hive, for starters. Your little, your little friends, the Hive, they can hook you up with uh, carriages or perhaps more feasibly a boat. You, one way or the other, you need to get all of that nasty little blood out of Ulf Ironborn's shithole of a hideout and get it to wherever you need it to go. Contact the hive and you should be able to, you should contact, you're probably enough muscle for that. Contact the hive and you can probably get the resources you would need to transport them. Easy part. You need Ulf Ironborn out of there as long as possible. Yes, you need, a, you need him out of there long enough for you to go in, get in, take out any parts that are left behind, and uh, move all of this material. Yes? Yes. Okay. I want Ulf Ironborn dead in a way that is really appalling. I... I... Uh, I'm definitely noticing that and trying to keep in your blind spot. I'm definitely trying to make sure you can't oh, look at me. Oh, fuck you. I'm pacing around the room like every time you turn <laughs> She's definitely like, following you. Like, she is trying to look you in the eyes very, as much as it's possible. Very, it's very like the boss, like, disarming, like, naked snake in, like, uh, sn in Snake Eater. Like, it's very much just, like, coming at you from the side constantly. She is looking at you as much in the eyes as possible, except for the two seconds she takes to look at Holtz and give him a look that says, this fucking guy. <laughs> Is completely, he does not even respond. This is not even, this is not even in like the top thousand strangest things Kame has done. He's not even emotionally reacting to the situation, like even a little bit. Yeah. So we can do that. We can go to the hive. Are we to tell them that you're in agreement? Um, okay. Uh, my concern is how I'm going to get Ulf Ironborn out of his little hideout. Um, listen, I don't know how much Holtz has told you. We've got big things in the works, too. I don't know that we can afford a prolonged war with the Hive or any more heat from the Bluecoats at this particular moment. Well, you wouldn't be at war with the Hive, for one. The Hive would be helping us. The Hive, sure. Uh, Ulf and uh, the Bluecoats are a very different story. That is also true. Yes. I'm going to halt remind me. Yes. Did we ever discuss the possibility of you, I don't know, um, just assassinating him? Yeah, but you said you wanted to violently live him from, rip him from limb to limb, so that didn't... I did, I do actually remember saying I wanted to feel him die in my hands. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I did, I did say that. Steak, I might have an idea, but I need your full cooperation. Uh, you got it, boss? What is it? 
Awesome. Um, we need at right now to get them out of there in a way that is going to make it impossible to trace back to us. Yes? Uh, I figure. Mm -hmm. And as much as I would like to kill Ulf right now, I don't see us doing that without igniting a considerably large gang war on, I mean, what borders on the eve of our plans. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm I say, if you can get into Ironborn's hideout and make that place, I mean, let's, let's call it what it is, ghost fucking city, baby. Um, that should probably mean Ironborn will vacate the premises, uh, right quick. That sounds like a fun time. Sounds like a party. All right. Ghost city? Ghost city, yeah. We're going, uh, Snake here is going to make, uh, Ulf Ironborn's hideout just, mm -mm -mm, so delectable to all those little spirits. You're going to go in with some spirit bane charms and load it up onto, load your garbage up on your, load your blood onto whatever you need to load it up onto, and you're going to get out of there uh, while Ironborn looks to go find some whisper who's willing to clear the place out. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Sounds good. Appreciate your cooperation. Sure. Um, if you kill Ironborn, um, I will be mad. Well, if you spot Ironborn on the way and kill him, I think that's fine. Uh, I want if you, however, if you kill Ironborn, I want his head. Deal? Very dramatic. Sure. Listen, do you th listen? Scovland, as much as we would like to pretend, is a uh, was a nation run by a bunch of uh, brutes and thugs and goons, uh, all slamming their heads into each other until we had conquered the entire fucking continent was not made uh, by raw strength. It was made by the fucking theatrics of it all. Very well. I, if you, listen, the theatrics of this is going to be how we make or break any, any operation you make. It's going to be made or broken by the theatrics. Tell I would let you clarify for Orlin. Kame is aggressively scove, aggressively scove nationalist. Like, extremely scove. Like, Kame is the head of the scove nationalism movement. Oh, sure. We switch through bodies, uh, you know, the way you, the way we switch through. And I point at a saying the, that bloodline over there, it's fine. Zane's just like, but I, like, he is just trying to chill. <laughs> all right, we are going to fuck his little hideout up. It's going to clear him out for a couple hours. That should give you all the time you need to get your blood. Yes? Yes. And I refuse to, I, I hate looking at the, out of character, I hate looking at the calendar. Let's just say we agree on a day to do this. Yes. Yes. Because awesome. we need to talk to the Hive, you need to do your thing. I'm not going to say a date, because I don't know what day it is currently. Let's just say we agree on a day to do this. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, have you cracked um, kind of slipping in and out of the fade yet? Or is that no, something for you? 
Zeke made that an 18 segment clock. Ah, good. Uh, I'm going to take that as a no. All right. Um, that makes us a little bit harder, but steak should have no problem getting in and out of there, uh, fucking that place up right good. That should be enough to clear it out for you. You take all of that. Um, hmm. That's some hard to trace back to us. When you were done with this job, can you do me a favor? Depends on what the favor is. Hmm. If Ulf didn't miraculously, I don't know, get killed or drink, eat a bad mushroom or fall headfirst into the river and die or anything like that, um, if Ulf is tastefully still standing by the end of this, you're going to come to us because I think we might have an all right shot at wiping that piece of shit right off the face of the earth. Because if you if you're going in to I mean hey if you're gonna go in to steal all of his shit you may as well steal all of his shit right like if you're gonna steal all his shit take all like there why stop at the the blood take his money take his resources take his information you are we are clearing his hideout for you you take as much as you fucking want from that place. And when you're done, come back to us. We'll uh, we'll do some housekeeping. Is that everything? Does anyone in my crew have a problem with that? <laughs> Out of character. Anybody? Because if not, I'm going to respond. Good. All right. I think she yeah, says. I don't see why not. We'll come to you after the barriers have been fixed. How about that? That's awesome. priority number one. Understandable. You come to me when you've handled that and uh, take anything you want from Ulf. Uh, he doesn't deserve uh, a fucking penny. Um, come to me when, he's when you're done with it so I can, you know, go in and cut his head off. All right. I'm going to go find my hat. Is there anything else or is this everything you needed? You know how to get in contact with Snake Knife. Um, the moment this job, the moment your job is over, you can come to us, uh, he'll handle it. Uh, don't get caught, obviously, but you already knew that. Mm. Ta-ta! Pleasure doing business with you. Mm -hmm. And as you guys walk back out, um, Sullivan looks just completely like... He, it, it, he looks like... I don't know how to put this. He looks like how I looked in French 3 when the teacher decided to teach all in French. And I had to take notes that he definitely did not know what just happened there. And he's just like, all right, so what's, what is the move? Like, you know, um, I, I, you know what, actually, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Don't bother. I am going to go back to my fucking son now. And if you guys still want my help when we, you know, get to it, then let me know. Can we break for 30 seconds so I can get my cap? No. Please? Wait, no. We're going to keep... I'm kidding. You can, yeah. if you, if you, if you, tell them I say hi. I will.